Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Monday morning. So what would you think of that halftime show yesterday, Ned? (laughs) I kid, I kid. I mean, I know you're a big Dr. Dre fan. I shouldn't even have to ask. But uh, pretty not a a bad game. You know, I'm sitting there watching it, and I, I know this is biased because I'm a fanatical Kansas City Chiefs fan, but the thing that just kept going through my mind was, you know what, if we didn't have such a bad half against the Bengals, we probably could have won this game. Well, could have, could have ifs, ands, and buts. You know, always know. If uh, if the world was ifs, ands, and buts, it'd be candy and nuts, and Christmas would be every day. That's the old, <laughs> the old philosophy. I, I will tell you one thing on the halftime show. I was totally lost as to what that level of, and, and I don't mean that to be facetious. It is not my genre. Oh yeah, I and figured. with the people with whom I was watching it. In, in one respect, it was theirs. They thought it was great. Really? That's good. Now, the others in my genre, yeah. they what in hell is going on? <laughs> anyway, it was, it was fine for You the know the crazy thing about that stuff is some of the yeah, stuff they there. did. it was there. That was the crazy well, thing. Well, well, yeah, but you, you think it's new. I mean, most of that, most of those artists are 30, 40-plus-year-old artists that have been Snoop doing this. Snoop Dogg since... is probably only a, you know, just a, maybe a decade younger than I am. Yeah. He's, he's not He's, he's not, not a, a kid, kid, man. He's not a kid, but, uh, it you know. It... And more power to him getting up there and going through all the gyrations. Hey, that's that's fine. Yeah, it, but it's... it is not my kind yeah, of Yeah, and it's not professional sports either. So... Did you uh, were you happy with the game? Did you think it was a good game? What do you think? Didn't have a dog in the hunt. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good little chess match between two real good coaches, Sean McVay and Zach Taylor. I thought they did a good job, really good job of analyzing each other. The Bengals defense. Th- this was a, I felt very interesting the way they took away the Rams running game. They knew fully well that the Rams used the running game to set up the pass. So the Bengals. Uh, Obviously, their defensive choice there was to take away the running game, which they did. Los Angeles ran for a total of 44 yards in that game. That is all, 44 yards, unable to really sustain any kind of momentum. As it turned out, however, it was the Rams' defense that turned the tide. You knew fully well that that pass rush was eventually going to get to Joe Burrow. It did. He was sacked seven times, six in the second half. And they really, they being Cincinnati, really did need his offense. And as a result, you get a 23-20 victory. Cooper Cup is an outstanding receiver. Uh, when he when he hooked down these passes, uh, Matt Stafford was not really on yesterday, but Cooper Cup made him on. Uh, some really brilliant catches that he made. I really also felt, and this is again something you'll never prove, that had Odell Beckham been in for that entire game, the score would not have been that close. No, it would not have been at all. And and that just goes to show you a big deal that pickup was for the Rams and getting Von Miller was for the Rams. So, um, you know, I'm same with you. I didn't have a dog in the hunt at all. Um, and I don't, I don't have any as a Chiefs fan hatred towards either team. Um, I, I was rooting for Stafford though, man, because that guy he worked in in Detroit for so long and got beat to death for so long. 
gets to have another chance and uh, gets a ring because of it. And I think that's awesome. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I feel bad for the Detroit Lions fans, man, because yeah, you sit there and look at this and you, you look at your quarterback who left you first year, goes to another team, wins the Super Bowl. I don't know what that says about your organization, but it's not anything good. I can tell you what it says about their organization. It ain't there. They have not geared themselves toward ultimate victory. They think they have, but they have not. Nah, you, man. L- look at this. You do have Stafford. All-American Georgia. My goodness sake, bring him in there. He's got some pretty good players, but they're just simply not balanced well enough. They've got to do some really, really uh, intriguing drafting and uh, the utilization of the free agent market to uh, really get this team a whole lot better. I think they will in time. The Detroit Lions used to be, back when I was in college, in the service, and so forth and so on. Pretty good football team. They had championship contenders. But this team here that they have now is is really not very competitive at all. And although they did get a couple of wins this year, they get out and try. But I think that really exemplifies the fact that Stafford comes to Los Angeles and wins the Super Bowl championship. The fact that it is a team game. It is not just one person. You've got to have a full meshing of all levels, and the fact that the Rams' defense sacked Burrow seven times says it all. The defense came to the fore. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing for Rams fans is that defense might be coming to an end after yesterday. I mean, first you had the oldest player in the NFL playing on the offensive side of the ball. He's probably going to be done after winning a ring. What else are you going to do? Von Miller probably, maybe done. And then there was a talk that Donald might be done after this whole thing. Uh, I heard that rumor yesterday, too, that he might retire. He was asked about that after the game. Donald was very emotional. He didn't know what he was saying. He was so so hyped up after the game. He did not admit to retiring. I I would be surprised if Aaron Donald uh, was to hang it up this year. He's still relatively speaking young. Von Miller has had injury problems. Mm -hmm. Does he want to come back from those injury problems? Well, that's totally up to him. He can still play. The fact that they were able to sack Burrow six times in one half... That says it all, right? It does. Now. And it'll be interesting to see what happens to uh, OBJ, too, after the injury, because that's something that's not new for him. So we'll we'll see. It's a, it's a weird thing. What was your favorite commercial yesterday? There was one in which they they had the, the Clivesdales. Oh, and yeah. The, you're the horse like, is uh, pawing there and then gets out and runs free, and I, I did like that one. There were a few others, but... Uh, that one is the one that stuck that out. That was your mind. favorite. Uh, the paraplegic brothers train. Oh, that oh was my God. Good. I almost cried in front of my family watching that damn thing. Uh, I like the Larry David one where they went through history and, like, you know, the guy invents a wheel and David comes out and goes, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> and Larry Bob comes out, nah, that's not going to work. We want to create a free people and let idiots vote too? No. Oh, God, it was so funny. I mean, it was hawking Bitcoin, which I think is a joke, but at the same time, it was a funny commercial. Um, now let's talk about the Chiefs. Uh, Eric Bieniemy. This is going to be an interesting situation. You think he stays with the team? That's a good question. I think we're going to find out something definitive this week. It is not a given that he'll be returning with the Chiefs. He does have a meeting coming up. It's it's quoted as being this week. Could be today with Andy Reid as to what Bieniemy's future is going to be with the team. He has struck out now four years in going for a head coaching job. He's interviewed with a number of teams over a period of four years and not gotten the job. I find that very puzzling. Why would that be the case? Well, there's some speculation that teams are reluctant to bring him in because while he does have a good offensive record, it's been with a spectacular level of player. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 
and Kelsey and the re whole receiving core. It's been under a certain philosophy. Is that philosophy his, and he doesn't have those type of athletes? Can he bring that to the that, – that's one Can theory he that he hasn't been hired. But the second one is, why, why would the Chiefs even be debating this? Their offense did falter in that second half against the Bengals last week. Maybe that's a point of concern. Really, we don't know. We will know when a final decision is made. Well, I, I also I think there could be the possibility of three is they're grooming him to take over when Andy Reid retires. Maybe. And maybe that's part of the deal. Maybe that's what the conversation is this week. Who knows? Um, I would love him to remain with the team because a bad half in one game doesn't define you as a coach and or a player. So uh, move on and the season starts today, my man. So it looks like our friend John Oliver was wrong-o in his theory as far as what's going to happen with the baseball contracts. When we had that conversation a couple weeks ago, he goes, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking they're just going to wait around the Super Bowl. Then they're coming out, we did it! We're friends! We're the best! Baseball! Go baseball! No, they couldn't even do that right. Well, they could not. They didn't get the, the big contract. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but I tell you, John was right with the Super Bowl. He said it'd be a close game. He picked the Rams to win in a close one, and he was right. I was way off. I had a <laughs> <laughs> What's new? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had the right, right winner. Right winner. Now, don't get me wrong. I had the right winner in the game, just a totally wrong level of game. Baseball. Let's talk a little bit about it. They had the contract was presented by the owners, and when I looked at it Saturday afternoon, I said, what, what is this? This isn't any, there's no changes in this at all. This, what we're seeing here, to use a basketball analogy, is the old, from back in the 70s, North Carolina four-corner offense, stalling, and it's the owners who are doing the stalling. I think what they're doing here, they're going to drag this out, and we may see a delay in the season. We may not see a season at all. I can't think that's going to happen, but because one of these sides is going to crack. It is a game uh, of headlight to headlight, who's going to play? And I think it'll be the players who blink. I'll tell you why. The owners have all sorts of resources, and I uh, think their objective here, in my opinion, and prove it, of course, but in my opinion, they're wanting to break those players, get them on their knees, and give back some of the great wealth. Now, that's not individual wealth, because it's the owners who sign these players. They, they sign Mike Holmes to a, a $3 million a year or whatever contract. That's on them. They're doing that. But in terms of all the perks that go with it, they want their game back, and I think that's what their objective is here. Hey, get used to it, folks, because it's going to happen. God. Well, hey, you know what? There, I'm always, I'm, I, I tell Ned all the time, I'm an optimist, and if this does go, it's going to suck. But, hey, it's going to make uh, the local stuff a lot more fun when we do talk about Springfield Cardinals and stuff, because that's all we'll have. They will yeah, be Yeah, they play. Minor league baseball is still in. So in, in college baseball is still in. So we've got a great college baseball team. We've got a couple actually around here. And we've got uh, the Springfield Cardinals. So, uh, you know, it, it sucks because if you're a Royals fan or you're a Cardinals fan, you want to see your team play. But at the same time, if you're going to be optimist, hey, now you can go to a game locally and just follow this team and hopefully they have a good season. But at the same time, I just can't imagine why the owners and the players, it just doesn't make any sense. You both are wealthy beyond imagination. <laughs> I don't understand it. I get maybe just trying to hop. Stop right there. There is a three-letter word. E-G-T. 
Oh. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, and it doesn't. And then, then, then go down with the ship and enjoy, uh, enjoy the icy water if that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> um, Bears. Both teams had uh, games this weekend, and uh, pretty big tests for each, right? The Bears had Valparaiso on Saturday afternoon. First of all, the Lady Bears won a dandy on Friday night by four points, and they had to squeeze it out. And that was against Drake. Yesterday, they played Northern Iowa and avenged an earlier loss to Northern Iowa with a 66-57 win at JQH. Saturday afternoon, this is all homecoming weekend, incidentally. No, I'm sorry, Hall of Fame weekend, and the Hall of Fame weekend was a huge success. The men won their game 84-66 over a gritty Valparaiso team that is nowhere near as talented as Missouri State. So the Bears did have to win this. Bears play again tomorrow night at home against Indiana State. Another game that Missouri State has to win. It's possible that the Bears could finish as the number one seed. That is possible. But with just a few games remaining, is it likely? Well, the likelihood is beginning to diminish just a little bit. But when this tournament uh, comes up starting on March the 3rd, this is going to be a, a, a team that nobody wants to play. They're really tough. They can score when their scoring game is intact like it was on Saturday. They're awfully tough to beat. So the Bears win. Lady Bears win twice. That's pretty good. That is a good win for the Bears, both the men and the women. And, of course, since the Super Bowl happened this weekend, NASCAR takes it off because they've got their own Super Bowl coming up this weekend. And NASCAR took it off by design. They knew fully well. Of course, many of the NASCAR races during the year are on NBC. I don't think the Daytona 500 is. But nonetheless, NASCAR knew they weren't going to get a whole lot of publicity by having that bush clash on Saturday. or, Or this weekend, I should say. So instead, they moved it to Los Angeles last weekend, <laughs> had it in the Coliseum. Now, you're right, the Super Bowl of stock car racing is coming up this Sunday, Daytona 500. It's one of the harbingers of spring. You know, spring can't be very far away when that's the case. Mm-hmm. So you look for two harbingers. One is the Daytona 500, actually three. The second is the appearance of Robbins, which I have seen. Oh, me too. Third is spring training, which we will not see. So Thank I guess you, no, sports fans. So no, no spring then. <laughs> or we just got to wait until it pops up and then it's uh, 105 and summertime and Ned's smiling because he loves the heat. Or do I ever. Well, hopefully we can get those idiots in baseball to get something together. If not, like I said, you know what? We've got the Springfield Cardinals and at least we can enjoy uh, summer in the sun with those guys. Ned, you have a great Monday. I'll see you tomorrow, man.